Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Friday episode of Private Parts. The younger me would be freaking out right now if the older me knew what I was about to be doing. And if you've clicked on this episode, you know exactly what I'm doing because you've seen it in the title. Yeah, N-dubs. N-dubs are on private parts. Now we have Talisa and Faiza here today. Dappy, unfortunately, couldn't make it, but we got the two of them. And if you're an N-dubs fan, you know their music, you know exactly their story, you know what about. But today's episode, we go so much deeper than that. We talk about their music, where they started. We talk about press. We talk about Talisa's experience on X Factor. And after that, and the... The, the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights. We talk about Faze and his producing with artists like Rita Ora, Jesse J, um, uh, Rihanna. So, so many things today that we go into. And like I said, I'm, I'm freaking out. Um, I'm going to get on with the episode. I really hope you enjoy it. Remember, we're on social media, at Private Podcast, on Instagram, TikTok. We're also on YouTube. And of course, N-Dubs are on tour at the moment. And their album, album is out. And Timmy, I'm freaking out right now. The album is out in August. Um, okay, here we go. Get ready for private parts with N-Dubs. Hey, I'm a huge fan of wow. both of you, of the of you guys individually. Uh, you know, Dappy is why I know he's not here today. Of the band, what thank you guys you, have done. You, yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, I appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you. I swear to God, yeah. though, man. Like, you guys, I'm 34. Growing up with you guys, it was just... Um, Freaking everything. And um, it's so unexpected. I don't know why you I didn't expect you to be an end ofs fan. Why? What's think, an end of typical fan? I just think like what, what posh is people an are less but likely to thing. be end ofs. But what's, what does that mean? <laughs> but what does that mean? Because if you look if if when, no, listen, let's really let's go back. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Let's go back to the shows, yeah. Okay, for let's example. Go. And I, I like to do this thing where I do like a, a circle of the building outside in, in, in the Viano so no one can see me, yeah? And I like to check out the crowd. 
And when I look at the crowd, it's it's it's, it's so many people from so many different walks of life, mm. yeah, and everyone just comes together collectively to have this big mad end of pandemonium <laughs> yeah. moment party. party. They go crazy. Yeah. So it's like you got the skateboarders hanging with the with the drug dealers. You've got <laughs> yeah. you've got the flipping the the mean girls hanging with the hood girls. Two you've random sixty year old women at the top. Are you serious? Got, it's like just completely different. Man, <laughs> chilling with fuck. the Camden boys. You know that's I mean? freaking him. Motherfucker, you got the mums coming with the the grannies and the kids and the family yes. out in. What am I doing with the Candon boys? Just, just, the being, just, just I don't being know, cool. Because like, you're like one cool of the cool, cool people from Chelsea, so you're you're likely to branch out to those cooler areas. <laughs> I thought, but Faze was like, you got the main Chelsea boys hanging out with the Camp mm, boys, boys, and I was oh, like, no, what? Camden, <laughs> the Camden boys, the Camden. Oh, I was like, that's sick. All right, I can roll with, with that. From your rugby, <laughs> what the hell's happening to me today? It's come really camp. <laughs> Camden, Camden, chilling with the Camden boys. But, <laughs> I, but I want to. But that's insane. Cause I want to take it way back with you guys because what's amazing yeah. about both of you is that first you've been friends for God knows how long. You yeah. you started the band when you were eleven, isn't yeah. that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And just give me the whole back story of that because starting a, any sort of band at eleven years old was that just a fun game or was it like a serious thing? Because what do you think? It, it was it was a serious thing. So yeah, um, it was always serious. Daps was really into his MCing at the time. Mm. Faser, you were actually more into the DJing, hence the production. I was singing. Dappy and Faser met in karate lessons when they were six. So they really? were best mates. I've known this guy since knee high. He's been yeah. my best friend forever. That's insane. Dappy's my cousin, first yeah, cousin. Yeah, yeah. We grew up in the same house up to the age of like four. Mm. Um, and... Then Faser... Fancied you for a bit, or there was some. We were, there was a bit of cross. Is that there's a crossover I heard? I don't know. Ah, uh, young Phaser. <laughs> <laughs> Our first kiss was after him eating salt and vinegar crisps. It, I was just like, why would you do it, bro? <laughs> why would you do it? Eleven years old in the studio. Uh, yeah, it's but, more unusual. So. <laughs> why would you do it, mate? Wait, so that was how old you when that happened? When you had like your, eleven? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Was that your first kiss? Yeah, it's like childhood, childhood sweethearts, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. It was yeah. like my but we're like fourth, brother and fifth, sister. Sixth, seventh kiss, but yeah, for him. it was like the one that meant something at the time. <laughs> That's insane. But yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of history. So then, um, Daps wanted to make music. Mm. Our uncle B, my uncle, Daps' yeah, dad, yeah, yeah. was like, um, "Let's get in the studio." So put him in with Phaser. They were MCing back to back, and he was like, "Oh, you need a singer." Now, first of all. They went to go and get somebody else. Oh yeah, do you remember? Wait, oh. Hey, she is kicking herself to this day. I know it. Can you believe this? The cheek of it. They went to get somebody else. <laughs> Who did you get? So so basically, for? there was this girl <laughs> in our school. Yeah, and she was like the girl that everyone knew that could sing in school. Like it was like, oh yeah, look, let's get this girl to come. I'm not even gonna say her name, but mm. yeah, I was like, let's get her to come to the studio. She didn't turn up to the studio. She didn't turn up. Man, so we they, told her in the school. We said, "Look, come studio tonight." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna come." She didn't turn up. So we was like, "They were Daps like, was, what are we gonna do?" Daps is like, "Well, listen, my cousin sings. She's sick as well. Maybe she'll come to the studio." And we was like, "All right, cool. Let's get T down." So we thought it was gonna be like, "Yeah, T's gonna come to the studio, nice and easy, everything like that." Yo, listen, her her uncle Dappy's dad mm. called T. He was like, "Oh yeah, T. Listen, um, the boys have made a song down here, and they want you to come and sing on it." I was like, no. T was like, you're 11 at this point. Yeah, we're yeah. like 11 at this point. 11, 11, 12 it's at this, this point. Yeah. T's like, nah, no, I don't want to have nothing to do with a group. 
I'm so I'm gonna I'm be a, a solo, solo singer. I'm gonna be a solo <laughs> singer. This is she was like wait, wait, you're eleven. <laughs> I'm playing with like Lego. Like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, I wanna I was, be a solo be singer. A solo I'm not gonna be in a group. Anyway, after some bartering and some no, hustling, no, then my uncle Lisa, turned the, my the, the ultimate no, let hustler. It, let me tell it. <laughs> ultimate hustler, hustling from eleven. My uncle turns up at my house. Yeah. And he's like, Come on, T, please come to the studio. We really need you. I was like, Nope, not doing it. So, so he offers me a tenner. I was like, tenner. Like, I, like, I love this though. You knew straight away you were like, come on. So yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. 20. I was like, be absolutely no chance. I said, I'll double it, make it anyway. 40. I said, make it 50, you got a deal. So my first end up session was because I got paid a pinky. Yeah. And then I liked it and was like, actually, I do want to be in a group. And the rest is history, man. And the rest is but, history. But I, I suppose what's insane, right, is that like, okay, we all have dreams and aspirations when we're young kids, right, to like do different things. Yeah. And, and normally you grow out of it or things change. You know, people uh, have different experiences, whatever it is. Yeah. The fact that you guys stuck at it for that age and were just like that sort of vision. Yeah, is insane. I always got told saying, if you know your destination, you know where you're going. And yeah. you guys had that exactly destination. That. Exactly but how? That. But how do things along the way not sort of fracture it? It does, and you always have hurdles, and that's life, isn't it? It's life is like a roller coaster. You have ups and downs, preferably more ups than downs. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, it made us the artists that we are, going through the situations that we had to go through to build to to the position where we was even able to put out music. It wasn't easy. We we didn't crack it say crack it we didn't get any sort of recognition until right. we were 17 so we've been doing it since the age of 11 yeah so we were like already as like 17 year olds exhausted <laughs> like yeah. like we'd lived a this whole, industry i've like, lived this industry baby yeah people have been uh, from the age of 18 slogging it trying to get into like law yeah. and stuff like that yeah. we're from the age of 11 like oh we're uh, i was at the point i was like i'm so done with this like it's for the first time because it was no 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 yeah. shut doors and for the first time ever when i got to 17 i was like we, we might not make it. Like, and I'd never thought that. I'd always had that tunnel vision of this is, we're doing it. We are going to fucking crack it. Mm. This is happening. And then when it got, when I got 17, I was just like, I went out, got my first job and I was like, hang on a minute. Oh maybe. yeah, I remember you was working was at the job? some music um, management company. My, my first one, I was slogging it in, in a hairdresser's. And then the second one, I got a job as a secretary in a music management company that managed The Who. I remember really? that, you yeah. know. Oh um, my days. I got sacked for not posting a tax bill check, basically. <laughs> you could have been a secretary. Do you know, sacked no, for I, fraud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, no, I, I would have worked my way up to management. So that's I what know, I would have done. Still, yeah, you're a hustler, hustler for yeah. sure. But where does that hustling attitude come from? Because the music industry, notoriously, it's like the lottery, right? Yeah. And, and for, for you guys, what, what was like home life like? Was, it, was it, it good? Was it happy? Was it strong? Did Listen, you see, like we all come from walks of life and it was never easy for any of us. And I feel like when you come from a place where you don't really have a, a pot to piss in, in mm. a sense, yeah, it gives you this sort of entrepreneurial sort of go get it attitude, like by any means necessary You're type starving, of vibe in it. Hungry. And it's just like, cool, mm. we're going to eat one way or another. And we're gonna win one way or another, and I think that sort of drive us through our careers. To, even till now, we still feel like we want to do more. Like the underdogs. Do you know what I mean? And we feel like there's way more for us to do. Was life hard growing up? Well, for me, it was. My parents were weren't affluent. My dad put up a market stall on the weekend. My yeah. mum was the dinner lady in my school. Yeah. And I went to just like a normal public school. 
Yeah. Um, uh, so if, if, if I wanted trainers or anything nice, anything like that, it was Christmas, birthday only, no time for anything else throughout the year and stuff like that. So growing up in Camden, it was, it was like, I don't know. Yeah, it was, but some it was people different. do the opposite, right? What happens in that situation is you either become hungry or mm-hmm. you do the opposite and just sink into it and yeah. go like, yeah. you know, I I don't want it. So it takes it takes like a strong personality to have that drive and that passion to get out of that yeah. situation. And I feel like a driving force behind our passion and and drive was a lot to do with T's uncle, Dappy's dad. Like, um, he saved keep, us. Keep really, us. yeah. He saved us in the sense of like you see, like keeping us on a straight and narrow, keeping me and Daps off the streets and stuff. Saying, look, I'd rather you be here. In the yeah. studio, then be on the streets, messing about, getting involved in stuff that you shouldn't be getting involved in, and stuff like that. And he was really like a big driving force to, and and a believer that made us believe that we was going to be the biggest group in this country. And we actually did. Actually, no one could have told us anything different. We actually believe he was going to be the biggest, and it mm. happened. Right. I've got I've got a uh, a good story for you. I remember this one time um, when Uncle B he was like my father figure. Mm. Um, I'd got my ass whooped. I got jumped by a bunch of girls at like three in the morning. My mum was in hospital because she's got mental health issues. She has mm. schizoffrenic disorder, so she's schizophrenic Jeez. and bipolar. And life wasn't a walk in the park oh for any of us. So I came home to like a pitch black home. I was like 16. I didn't have anyone else to call. They'd taken my phone. I'd had a bus lip, two black eyes. And I'm like, big, come and get me. And I was sat in the van with him. And... I just remember him sitting me down, having a deep talk about like my mum's mental health. And he was like, look, you're not mentally ill. You don't have what your mother has. Mm. But from being around this environment all of your life, you're going to be like a sponge. So you're going to be a little bit fucked up. (laughs) Totally, man. Yeah. 100%. He's like, you're going to be, you're going to be fucked up. And you know what you need to do? You need to own the crazy. He was like, Faisa, incredible producer, sick rapper, dappy, Absolute genius. He was like, you, you're an amazing singer, but that's not what's going to sell you. Yeah. He was like, it's actually your story. Yeah. What you feel right now is your weakness, mm-hmm. is what is going to make you. It's Trust you as a person you. and Trust. your story that is going to sell you. So stop wasting your time going out to these fucking nightclubs with these idiots and mm. getting your ass kicked. And if you were at the studio tonight, this wouldn't have happened. Think about the next five years. And wow, okay. it, real tough love, you know. Um, but I appreciate it, and that's the message that I remember. But again, to this you're, day. you're but that's young, right? That is young to like you, your your mom is in hospital. You've been beaten up, all these different things. You're, you're fighting against the world. For someone to say that to you, like I think in most situations you just pass it off. You're like, okay, fine. There must have been a switch moment where you're like, no, I I need to get myself out of this situation and, and make it happen. I was like that from day dot in my really? situation. I used to sit and bang my head against the wall at night and cry and pray to God, you have to give this to me. Mm. If I don't make it, I don't even want to be here. That was my attitude. It was tunnel vision. This is all I want. I need to get out. I need my freedom and I need my peace. And this is the only way I can get it. This is my escape. So it was not just about success. It was a fight to survive yeah. it was mentally. Little but it was, yeah. it was an outlet for all of us, you know. We all had our things that we was going through in our personal lives and I feel, feel like music for us was our way to to voice that and to to put our, our, our thing out there to the world because a lot of people are going through the same sort of stuff that we've been going through and mm. mentally and physically in life. And we feel like we just wanted to touch loads of people and write about things that we've seen 
done and this is what made it. It wasn't even like that at first. First we just did it and then we realized in the during the process that you were just doing touching out to people. Yeah, because that's because that's the authenticity, right? That's coming from it. Yeah. That's what it would have been like. Yeah. So so you're 17 years old, you kind of think to yourself, well, you suddenly get this vision where you're like, this might not happen. Yeah. What was the turning point? Literally within the same month of Mm. me in the first time of my life going, this might not happen. It's like, I don't know, I'm a spiritual person. It was like the universe got me as far as it could. And when I started to slip, it went, and let you go right to the bottom there. Here you go. Yeah, we bring it back (laughs) up. Literally, and it it happened. And then we we started to blow with You Better Not Waste My Time on Channel U. And we were getting all this all these views and the video was number one so on the channel getting voted back for to a mad moment in our everywhere. Life. Yeah, but go back and to that moment. How, uh, how insane was it? it? It was, do you know what the first moment was? We did a show and it was in a place called Red Hill and it was like a 2000 capacity venue. Yeah. And B took us to this show and it was, it was deep at the time. B was like very spiritually in touch as well. He mm. had this feeling he was going to go and he kept saying it to all of us individually. Mm. I'm not going to be here for long. If I just get you to this place, I'm good. Like my job is done and I can go. And I remember him saying it to me like at well, this gig. We used gig to say this, brother. Before, I said, stop talking yeah, like that. Yeah, we used to say stop talking yeah. like that. But he, he knew something was wrong. And he was like, I just need to get you to this place. And he said it to me before we went into this venue. And we went in and there were 2,000 kids screaming from the top of their lungs from the bottom I remember that kid. You better not waste my I swear I swear I missed the time and it was the first time we experienced it we yeah. were like holy shit we've made it wow. For, like girls screaming at the boys it was like, like ah! it was so like, crazy it was so it, crazy it was insane and B saw that show yeah and he we all got back in the car and he was like I've done it and it's so sad but he went I'm good to go now okay B stop saying that he was gone, literally, within like a week later. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, we found dead him. serious. We found him, bro. Rest in peace, my brother, man. Wow. That's, in, that's intense. I yeah. think, um, I, I, you know, it, it, in life, we all experience like different ups and downs and things like that. But when you have a mentor, someone who is protecting you and looking after you and leading you, and then that leaves you, it's, it's you know, famously, it's that sort of Tyson yeah. story where Tyson, Mike Tyson, great boxer, had his coach, yeah. you know, and, and died and all these different things and it went off the rails. Yeah. It's quite hard. If you don't have that mentor, who takes over that yeah. position then for you guys? Exactly. Yeah. Do you have to do it together? How did we that do. happen? We do. We, and for a lot of the time, we we was had each other's backs for making sure that mentally we're in the right place because we got to think that happened. You're 17, same, 18. There was same, no mentor but, but anymore, But you got to think, yeah, yeah at, that, at that time, when it happened, we didn't even have time to, to grieve because everything was taken off. We had a show the a, next day. At, at literally, <laughs> at lightning speed, because you got to think, remember when those songs were coming out, I yeah. swear, and everything, and, and the pandemonium, how it was getting, it was basically, it was the first sort of thing to go viral type thing. Everyone was talking about it, sending it, oh, if it ends up, da, 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 da. we were just everywhere, everywhere. We didn't even have time to fathom just what happened, like, that, that day. The only thing it just work, 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 work. And you can't process emotions that really. Yeah. You don't no. really know what's going on, right? And we got thrusted into such success straight afterwards because that's when we really blew just after he passed away. So we didn't have time to process any emotions. It was just go, 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 go. So there was no mentor, but there was purpose now because we yeah. were successful. So we just then went into your track in that cycle. Yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Right. You're just on a roll now. It's just like that. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're 11 years old and you suddenly, you've been striving this time six, seven years or whatever it is to get to that point. Yeah. When you reach that point and success hits you that quickly... Mm. Is it everything that it's teed up to be, or is it almost an anticlimax at times? It's, I wouldn't say, uh, it was hard to process it because it was, we were just living in it. So I don't think we actually looked at it as in, as in, a, in that way. I think we'd be looked at it in the sense of like, okay, we're working, we're just working, we're just working, let's get up today, just, just take every day as it goes type of thing. And we just didn't realise how big it was getting because we didn't have social media or any yeah. stuff them times, do you know what I mean? So it was just a thing of just like experience it when you go out into public or do a show and stuff like that. But I think for us, it was, the best thing for us was to just keep pushing, keep pushing and keep pushing. But yeah, just to go. Mentally, yeah. was, for, for us, it was. I was going to say, I think when you think of fame as well, you just expect, oh, that's it. You know, once you get successful and you get famous, it's all kind of roses and joy and everyone's going to love you. And I don't think we realised how ghetto we were until <laughs> we we came up. And then we realised that how much we didn't fit into this scene. Because remember, we were like the first, you kind of had So Solid. Yeah. And then we were the first like urban slash commercial act to break down the doors. So we were even seeing, even though we cracked into the commercial world, everyone was looking at us like, who the hell are these free little rats from Camden? That was the energy. Is that what it it was like? Well, from the older, if it wasn't anyone outside of our fan base, that was the energy. But then our fan base was so cult and extreme, we were unstoppable. And loyal. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy loyal. Man man like you and that. Man, (laughs) front baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're coming to the Gunsbury Park show. Fucking know it, man. Yes. Um, But it was, you had this fan base which was so loyal. Yeah. And, and and that is unstoppable. Yes, it is. And they, they and bought you, tickets and they bought albums and, and that's how you make a brand. And do you know what? Do you know what the greatest thing about the fan base is? Is to come back like after all the break that we had and everything like that. Mm. And for people, for us to put a tour on last year in November and it just went... For it to sell four times more than the first time. It's 300,000. That's But that is insane. Yeah. That's a wild number of tickets. Yeah. yeah. Especially after an 11-year gap. 
It's crazy. Four and it just goes to show you. What? It's crazy. It's a, it's a, it just goes to show what? when you Four have a, 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 a real fan base, you know. People at the time, we, we was releasing records when people actually bought records and the CDs and stuff like that. And mm. people really felt connected to N-Dubs. We had a TV show as well. I always watch it. Yeah. B&N-Dubs. You watch remember B&N-Dubs? when you got pushed in the scene, you got really <laughs> angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She deserved yeah. it, though. She deserved yeah, it. I, know. I will effing kill freaking, you. If you, that happened today, I would just punch. <laughs> That's just straight. You're getting knocked out. Not I don't think it. we'll do that. But it today. was then. No, you know, know not to do that this day and age, bro. I, I feel like what it was with N-Dubs is that you, okay, maybe you were represented as that. You were represented as these kind of like, um, I, I, I don't know, like. The average shows. The no, un- the underdogs may, but also maybe like, uh, maybe a bit rough around the edges type yeah. thing. But it didn't matter because you, you. it doesn't matter who you were. If you were the posh kid from Chelsea yeah. or you were whatever, you you had a love and a liking and a desire to be a part of this crew. Yeah, yeah. man. And, and maybe that was because it was, it felt family. Mm-hmm. It was also, you know, two guys and a girl that felt more interesting and more like inclusive. Maybe that was different. Yeah. What do you think it was? What was the magic around it? Oh, it's hard to even pinpoint no, something I like think, that. I, would, uh, I think it is the, the realness and the rawness and the storytelling. It's bearing of souls mm. into music. Yeah. Um, I was I was saying I was saying earlier today, like whenever I have a certain mood, whether it's you know feeling a bit down about this, I'm having a bad day, or I'm depressed, or I'm being I'm pissed off in my love life. What song do I want to listen to that fits the mood? I could go through thousands and thousands of songs and I can't mm. find one. I go on any N-Dubs album and I will immediately find a specific <laughs> song that details <laughs> every single detail of what that's I'm mad. feeling. And I think that's what the, the fans get. It's the, the storytelling. Uh, and I think it was for, for many people is very relative. Like the storytelling yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah. Like there was like, you might not like every song on the N-Dubs album, but there was a song for you that you sort of, related to in a sense you know and i feel like um we had songs for um people that was going through un one uh, like well unplanned pregnancies we had songs about <laughs> you should have put something on <laughs> we had songs about no we had songs about <laughs> yeah, yeah. people passing away for example hindsight is a good thing like, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and and i feel i feel like that touched many people in many different walks of life yeah so, for sure so it wasn't just about where we come from and the type of people that we was predominantly around situations everyone music, can relate to it mm. was it became a broadened thing because yeah. you're storytelling right and you're going yeah. through different things at that age when you're talking about it and it's very specific you know like you listen to out from like 6 30 in the morning i've arrived early from tour a step into the house and walking up the stairs one step two so it's like you're literally yeah. going so you, it's that intense storytelling that puts people in the moment because it's, it's like it's, reading a book. Yeah, because it's also, you know, with your number one song, Young, right, that you yeah. had when you did your your solo um, career, right? That, that I, I was listening to it earlier. Even that is storytelling about yeah. saying the mistakes you make when you're younger and yeah. all those different things. Yeah. And actually, I think what happens sometimes is that people... You know, when I used to listen to music, I just listened to it like I like a beat and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But actually, if you really listen to lyrics and understand what's going through, it's this storytelling yeah. sort of process. It's a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different... to the lyrics. Yeah, which yeah. I did not realise as much. When did you realise this? Just now when no. I listened to Young. I was like, <laughs> what? She's speaking to me. She's speaking to me. <laughs> right, okay. It's like, oh, fuck, they actually so mean shit. I thought it was like, you know, brick floor, yellow... I with a beat. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to hear this though. Is hilarious. Um, it's a whole new perspective. It's a whole new what? 
Be honest. The private part is about being honest, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a hookup where you played your music when having the hookup? It's in the sense of like you no, went, you went, you went, you went. I got a tune to play you. <laughs> and you switched on. Yeah, no, not you guys. No, but an, no like a random hookup. Like, you like played you... an end dub song. Oh, did you ever play in your own yes. voice like in the moment? Yes, in the moment. Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> I mean, you that. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> Um, listen, I, I can't, that's wild, yeah. But yeah, I would have done all the time. But listen, no, but listen, listen. I didn't some music. You may not have heard this. I'm one. gonna tell you something, yeah, though, yeah. To the new no, one. wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you this one, though, yeah. It's the exclusive you're getting. This is the new weird one. Out. This is the weird one, though, yeah. Is okay, that go. the girl was singing my lyrics to me, and the song wasn't even playing. She was just singing the lyrics. What, why are you shaking her? <laughs> Mad. T- I thought it was the weirdest situation I've ever been in in my life. Like, I was just like, can we just hurry up and get this situation over? <laughs> Dummy, it was creeping me out. You were peeking. Yeah, you were, yeah. <laughs> no, no, listen, she was freaking, she was freaking me out. Yeah, it's a bit weird, right? It was a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Yeah. looking in my eyes saying my lyrics once, it's just a bit mad. Still, that's I don't know. Scary. And that's what you have to not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you Sorry. still manage to like. <laughs> I'm a man, what do you think? <laughs> but I also, guys, what I think what people forget is that you had three platinum selling albums, right? Yes. Yeah. That is, that is, that's a, you know, if someone doesn't know, that's a million copies, right? Million albums yeah. sold, units yeah. sold. You did that three times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's huge. We even had a greatest hits album. Did you really? <laughs> that went platinum as well. What, when you were like 24, like it's such yeah. a young age to have. A greatest hits. Can I ask that? You know, I think a lot of the things that happens with, you know, you don't have to give figures and things like this. But but money is a big factor when it happens. Yes. You do it for the love, you do it for the music, you do it for things. But then what happens is money gets involved. And yes. that does corrupt things. Yeah. It fractures things, yeah. always. I've always been more money driven. Really? Throughout everything. Yeah, we know that, that pinky mine. that you're yeah, giving. T has been about the money from the jump. I've been from yeah, the jump. Fair enough. Like, which, which for us I, is great because it, it, within the group of creatives, it's great to have someone business minded. We all have our there, little know? roles. So I deal with the... Like, T's very like, like inside. You need the co-management like, on situations. Yeah, you know like, T's I mean? like very clued up when it comes to like, money situations and stuff like that. She's always been like the one that can save money and do things. And but I've always bought her first car before. Bought the first nice car. Yeah. Car before everyone and was our yeah, first like, publishing deal. They tried to offer us fifty grand. I said, "Are you fucking joking?" Really? I sat the guy down, and by this point, I'm like, "How old are you at this point?" I'm like sixteen or fifteen. That, yeah, this is um, wild. And I sit the guy in there, and <laughs> B said to Daffy and Faser before they went in, they went, "You two, shut the." Really? That's what I'm like. So they just sat there. We would have been hearing like, 50, yeah, yeah, 50 grand. Yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah. And Dad yeah. was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Got, do you know how much money I'll get in my that. pocket right now? Do you know how much money I'll get in my pocket? How much? 250 grand. Wow. Yeah, she closed it. And nice I shaked store. it there and then. She closed it. And nice. so the boys were like, and I was like, you see, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a hugely impressive, you know, but, Thanks, it, but it really is. And yeah. that's it, it, like 16 years old and having any sort of. Um, Commercial mind, yeah. Like mm. most people do. I would have been Business exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. I would have fifty grand. Give me yeah. that, mate. A hundred quid. I was going to do this, but, but you had this commercial mind, yeah. But then, how does that work moving forward? Because that's your first deal. Obviously, money becomes a bit more, yeah. And you know, everyone then wants a piece of you guys, mm-hmm. yeah. Does that become issues? Are you still organizing the money side, still breaking the deals? Was it always, and maybe you can't say, or maybe you don't want to say, and that's fair enough. Was it always a split deal, right? We're going to do this equally. How does that work? Yeah, yeah well, listen, we always, three we, ways. From, from young, we always said, um, 
we're going to do it as a family because that's and T family. I've known that since six year old. He's my brother. T's family, their whole, everyone in it. And for argument's sake, moving forward in the future stuff, be always said. B said, said 33.3% split between the three of you. Yeah, he said, if you do it any other way, this is how all the greatest bands end up having fallen out because one starts trying to take more money than the other. Oh, Mm. but I wrote this, I wrote that. He's like, you always, to the end, split it three ways. Yeah. Do you think because you guys are family, that's what held it together? Because greed does come into it at some point. Do you know what I mean? And we are like family to the extent like, you know, we argue a lot too. We have fallouts. And without being family... You know, if that was just an av- your average show, it'd be like bye. Because it's a break. You can you can break up. It's like yeah. breakups. I'll see you later. I'm like, going out. Yeah. Whereas the, I'm I'm there at my house at Christmas, so it's like you can't get exactly get away. From <laughs> Stuck with each other. You, yeah. Know. Yeah. you know, the the band becomes a huge success. You're getting TV shows. You're touring. You're doing uh, platinum albums. All these different things. There there comes to this point where there is so much success, and uh, you know, I remember it as well. And it. it for me, it felt like suddenly the band was splitting up or mm. it was stopping. And I felt like that was quite dramatic at the time. Mm. But w- what was your kind of reaction to it? Like, did you, was it dramatic? It was It was dramatic. It was emotional at the time as well for, for many people yeah. and ourselves. Um, Who was we, it most for? It was, because it, it wasn't like we was saying, oh, we're going to take a break now because record sales were going down and the popularity is be done our run. We was literally uh, peaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we was I, literally at our peak, yeah. and um, that's when we took our hiatus. I think I can blame me, me and Daps. Me and Daps were at loggerheads. Really? Yeah. yeah. It just became. I think. I think it was probably worse for you as well because Faisal was never involved in any of the the beef. He'd always be like the glue and the middleman. So he's just sat there like, just get along. Um. So when it was you know happening, he's just there with his head in his hands, like what. What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Why was the fights happening, do you think? I think because they're family and I think them two are, are literally two the same the same, but the same person but as female and male. So they have their things where they will clash because they're literally... T can't see it and that's can't see it if I say this, but I can say it because I'm me and it. Mm. But it's the same person as female and male and they clash sometimes. With different views. With different views. And but, on things that are very passionate. And you're both but alpha, it all comes, right? But, yeah. But yeah. it all comes from a place of, of passion, though. It's never a thing of like... Just want to be a cunt to somebody or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Wow, yeah. we went to the yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, yeah. Nice. yeah. Look at that. Insane, man. Yeah. No, but it was always <laughs> <out of> a, <laughs> whenever <laughs> the arguments was happening. Yeah, it was always a heated argument about what song should be next or or why did you why did you wear it like why this did you say or, that on stage? or why did you say that on why stage? Did you do that? Why did don't you do that in this interview? Don't. Yeah, why did you carry yourself like this? Everything is, comes from a place of love and passion anyway because we just but wanted to look as well. Yeah, we're both perfectionists, and I feel like that's where a lot of the clash came in between that and Tia the time but that being said the the house at christmas again yeah but that's family right? even, though, even, the, even though really? even though yeah. they, they like were not doing music fire. and stuff together actively as a group these that are eating each other's houses checking each other swimming in each other's swimming pools and it's mad swimming pools that's the three platinum selling albums right <laughs> <laughs> He was the only one that had the swimming pool. Nah, he was swimming in my home. Yeah. He was the only one that had the swimming pool. She was getting money. Oh, no. Guys, that is the end of part one. Hey, listen, you trust me. If, you, if you're listening, go and click over to part two. It's super easy and you want to hear the rest of this with N-dubs. Hold up. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.